Emergency services. Please, you gotta help me. There's this weird guy. Ma'am. Please. Ma'am, call us when you're dead. What the fuck? Welcome back, callers, to another episode of Call Us When You're Dead. I'm Keith. And I'm Ryan. And on today's episode, we are covering the case of Anna Walsh. Anna Walsh. That's a different name. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) this is not any relation to John Walsh, right? No, it is not. Okay, so before we get into this case, Ryan, what is going on with you? Oh, man. I guess just so much is going on. Like... Well, it's oh, happy 4th of July, everyone. Yeah, it is 4th of July. I feel like you just took a long time to answer that. <laughs> well, the, the, we missed last week. And we did. there's just... I feel so much shit. I can't even... You had a birthday. I did have a birthday yesterday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to me. Um, I don't know. Why, why don't you talk about what's going on with you? I... You know, we we had, weren't able to record last week because of... Okay, so we went to go record. It had already been a very long day. I had locked the keys in the car. I was running late. It was a bad day. So then we got home and we went to record. And for whatever reason, our recorder kept letting off these weird random beeps. And we couldn't figure it out. And we finally got that fixed. But we were like, it was like 7 o'clock at night when we finally got it fixed. And I went, I'm just done. I'm done with today. Done with all of it. I need to be done. <laughs> so, sometimes you just got to look at a day and be like, I am done adulting for right. today. I'm done with this day. And say, fuck it and go to bed. Right. And so that is exactly what we did. And we adulted the next day a little bit better than we did the day prior. Right. AKA, I didn't lock the keys in the car again. <laughs> So you got to restart your streak. You're on seven days. You know, maybe we don't get so judgy with it. (laughs) But you know, okay, with that being said, Sir judges a lot. You know who isn't judging us? Who's that? Our callers. And that is a true. So we have Donna M. Emily H. And Kristen C. Thank you guys so much for being callers. We would not be able to do the show without you. Okay, now that my hand is done bleeding because I just did something to it, uh, why don't you get us started with this case? Alrighty, so today's case is a recent one, as it takes place in 2013. 2013? You mean 2023? 2023. You went way back in time. Yes, that's not recent. Ten years isn't recent. Uh, Beginning of this year is recent. Maybe it is for you, you old homo. Yeah. So keep in mind that this technically is a open and ongoing case, but we will share what we are able to find so far. So let's jump into that trusty time machine and head back to Massachusetts. The date is January 1st, 2023. You sure it's not 2013? Say your damn line. Please keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the time machine at all times. Call us when you're dead. Cannot be held responsible for any lost limbs. So I think we may have done this before, but we're going to go through the events in a timeline style. And give our opinions and comments as we go. So pretty much like we normally do, but with more structure, maybe. Oh, okay. You just, you felt like... After a year, we needed more structure. Yes. It only took you a year, and you decided, hey, fuck it, let's get a little more structure in this thing. Exactly. You know what? This is why the callers hate you. (laughs) (laughs) As usual, let's do a little background on Anna herself. Anna, Anna? Is it Anna? It is Anna. I don't know why I said Anna, but, you know, I feel like this might be a fuck her situation, so (laughs) why does it matter? (laughs) You are, this is why you wanted me to read this, isn't it? What? You are about ready to make me say the weird Yugoslavia. Yeah, you right? go, okay. Yugoslavia. Just, you like to give me words. 
that you know I am going to have a hard time with. And then you watch me out of the corner of your eye. Like, I'm dumb, but you don't put any parentheses of, like, this is how you say the word. This is what you should do. Nothing. I get nothing, people. Not a damn thing. If it was me that wrote this episode, I'd be like, oh, you say it this way. It's this. It's that. Let me run through all the things for you. I get nothing. It, it makes for good content. It makes for, yeah, it makes for a big punch you in the face, doesn't it? <laughs> Anna was born in Yugoslavia in 1983. She eventually got her bachelor's degree in French and literature. Then, in 2005, she moved to the United States, becoming a dual citizen. Have you ever wanted to do that? What? Become a dual citizen. I mean, you know, we're in the United States. There's not much of an option around here to be, like, dual citizen without having to, like, fly overseas to be like, oh. I mean, we're close to Canada. Have you ever thought of, like, oh, let's dual citizenship to Canada? No. Oh. Right now they're on fire, so I don't really think that's the best option. Right. So you want to freeze here in Michigan or burn in hell going further north? Oh, you know, (laughs) not really. (laughs) (laughs) She started moving up the chains in the hospitality industry. Well, there would... That is where... Oop, yep. Go ahead. No. What did I do wrong? Nothing. Oh. Keep going. Oh, you're not going to correct me? Nope. Okay. No, now now I need to know what did I do wrong. I I forgot. I, I thought I was supposed to switch those sentences around, oh. but no, she started in the chains, and there she met. Oh, okay. This is where she would meet her husband, Brian Walsh. They would marry in 2016 and end up having three kids. Anna would eventually make the career change and become a religion, regional, oh, religion, regional Ooh. general manager of a major real estate company. But this would require her to split her living situation as they lived in Massachusetts. But her main office was actually located in Washington, D.C. I mean, that's more of a curious thing of would you do it? No. God, no. Some, I mean, so it didn't require her to be there like five days a week. Like maybe a couple times a month, she'd have to go there for a few days. But otherwise, she could Zoom and do, because, you know, this case is 2023. So, like, the technology is there to do a at-home, in theory. Yeah, I just, I don't think that's worth it. And D.C. is always so busy. Why is your main office located in D.C.? Why aren't you just, why isn't there a main office where you live? Well, because this major real estate company is major. Like, I mean, they they own the Rockefeller Center in New York. They own a major thing in San Francisco. Francisco, they own like it's. So why have it in Washington? Why not have main offices everywhere? Why does it have to be? I don't know. Well, you know, being nitpicky. At our previous job, our main office was in Zealand, right? But we have we had places all over Michigan, Germany, France. No, 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 and I I get that, but I guess for me, like, why would you not have main offices everywhere? I mean, sure, but. When you have, like, such a large spectrum of things, you would think, like, there would be main offices everywhere. Yeah, you'd think there would be, like, offices everywhere, and there probably was offices everywhere, but her main office, where all the other higher-ups were, were in D.C. Because if she had a main office in every building, that's wasted real estate, because she couldn't be in all the places at once. Yeah, that is true. So, anyway, with all that being said, let's get into it. Keep in mind, the police are involved, so some of our facts will include police findings before she is actually being filed as missing. Does that make sense? Oh, so she's not the asshole in this situation. No, she's the victim. Oh, why did you stopped me back there because again good content it was funny you are a dick this is why we get weird weird messages (laughs) but yeah so does that make sense yes 100 percent. that makes sense all right we'll begin on january 1st 2023 
According to her husband, Anna left the airport early in the morning to attend a work emergency. Why? You do that. You just typed and you didn't even think, did you? I know. My brain processes faster than my fingers. So this is, let me, callers, let me read this to you. Anna left to the airport early in the, to attend a work emergency. What it should have said was, Anna left to the airport early in the morning to attend a work emergency. <laughs> yeah, that's what I live with on a daily basis, people. When the police would eventually fact-check this, there was no record of her being on that flight. In fact, she had a ticket ticket purchased for a couple of days later on the 3rd. Well, that's sketchy. Right. The police records show that on January 2nd, Brian Walsh was seen on video at a Home Depot purchasing a lot of suspicious goods, such as $450 worth of cleaning supplies, mops, and tape. Oh, so you did it. <laughs> you you don't say my wife went missing on the first, and on the second, I took my ass to Home Depot and bought out the I killed a person section. <laughs> I killed a person section. That That's exactly what that section should be called. I murdered my spouse section. <laughs> so that way, and they should have cameras there. Cameras that just say, when you walk in, you are instantly 100% the suspect, and you did it. How funny would that be if they actually did that? And that's what police did to, like, get their leads. Well, I mean, <laughs> clearly they got video of him, so the police doing a good job and going, did he go buy a bunch of, I don't know, cleaning supplies the day after she supposedly went missing? <laughs> because you know what he's cleaning up? Blood. Right, yeah. I mean, yes. She ain't missing. In theory. I'm, no, I'm going to be very frank. She is not missing. So, uh, that will bring us to actually January 4th, uh, 2023. It is when the police got involved officially, as Anna's employer asked for a welfare check because they haven't seen her in a few days. You know, I hear that all the time where employers are like, oh, I called. I feel like if I went missing for a few days and just didn't show up, didn't answer my phone, they'd be like, oh, that bastard's gone. Yep, he quit. New person. Right. I would just be replaced. Now, that doesn't mean that my job doesn't like me and I don't like my job. I love my job where I work. But I've always felt that about anywhere that I've worked. If I just didn't show up, they'd just be like, well, that sucks. He's gone. Right, right. <laughs> and maybe that's because it's not a high enough title position. Right. You need a fancy-ass title like a regional general manager of real estate company. Right. <laughs> right. So that's going to bring us to January 5th, where the police finally say, hey, we're looking for her. Right. It's official. She's a missing person, and we're concerned. Right. Okay. So my question is, is did they get to his to her house, and Brian just answered the door and was like, nope, she's not here? Said, nope, I haven't seen her. She left early on the 1st to go to work, leaving for a flight. She left early. That's where that, what happened on January 1st came in. No, I know that. I'm just, I, I wish we were a visual medium so people could see my quotation marks of, Left early. She left the earth early. <laughs> so on January 6th, a news conference by the police stated that Anna's family and friends were being fully cooperative with the investigation, which, in theory, if that was true, is a good thing. Right. If you know something, say something to help police. Oh, 100%. I feel like if I went missing, my family would be like, this is the last time we talked to him. This is the last time we saw him. I do not recall. I need an attorney. You would be the first one in the family to say, I do not recall. I need an attorney. <laughs> Only because I've always wanted to say that to a real person. I feel like my mom would be in the background whispering in your ear, just deny, deny, <laughs> deny, deny. Even if you didn't have anything to do with it, just deny it. And then after we would leave, we'd hit up Whites, and she'd be like, so, where'd you hide the body? Right. Where is it? Right. 
Man, no, I want whites. <laughs> Love you, Mama Cheryl. <laughs> Later that day, the Walsh's now former home caught on fire. Hmm. hmm. Not suspicious. Was it all the cleaning chemicals for $450 mixed together? <laughs> Probably. The police chief categorized it as a crime scene. What? You mean arson is a crime scene? Yes, arson is indeed a crime causing a crime scene. However, later they would say that the cause was unknown. You lying bastards. You knew exactly what that was. <laughs> but it did not but it did not appear to be suspicious. What about that does not appear to be suspicious? My wife went missing. I'm claiming my wife went missing three damn days ago, five days ago. And then all of a sudden, my house magically, by the powers of God vested in me, catches on fire. Yeah, it was a very interesting statement on the 6th where it's... Yep, the police it's, say, I don't know a damn thing. It's a crime scene. And then being, well, it's not suspicious. Well, if it's not suspicious, I don't feel it's a crime scene. It's right, an they accident. Can't be, you can't have your cake and eat it too there, sir. It has to be one or the other. You clearly are like, you know what? I'm still a little hungover from the first... I need to take a little nippy nap and I'll get back to this. (laughs) All right. So that will bring us to January 8th. Brian was arrested and charged with misleading the police investigation. This is more than likely referring to those first three days. The following day, the 9th, he pled not guilty and was held on a $500,000 bail. Okay, so can you explain bail to me? I don't understand where they get these numbers from. Yeah. So normally when you get a bail amount i want to say then you have to post bond to the bail posting bond is usually 10 percent of bail so to get out of jail he would have to pay fifty thousand dollars okay but sometimes the judge will hold a 100 percent bond meaning you have to pay 100 percent of your bail to bond out oh something like along those lines but isn't it typically when they have more evidence against you at that point that your bond is then higher and like your bail is higher uh, more evidence depending on the crime and or your previous record. Okay, so my other question to that then is, did Brian have a previous record? He had a previous record of fraud, of selling a phony Andy Warhol photo oh. and or contract. So he had a little, mis- I think it was a felony charge, but it was a not a vicious crime. Was it history. knowingly that he did it, or was it somebody told him that it was an Andy Warhol and he sold it to somebody else? He knew it was fake, and he tried to sell it for the profit. Yeah, yeah. And he got busted for it. You know, but... But okay. yeah, nothing nothing major that happened in, I believe, it was either 2001 or 2021. Okay. Um, either way, it wasn't, it wasn't a vicious crime compared to what he's being accused here of. So I'm not trying to defend this douche. However, really... We're going to go after somebody because they sold artwork. Artwork is only as available as you want to make it. Uh, Valuable. Valuable. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. I could draw smiley faces everywhere and be like, the people would be like, oh my God, that was the most beautiful thing that I've ever seen. And I'm going to pay millions for it. Yes. Like, why? Yes, yes. I could be like, it's the inside of my soul. And now it's (laughs) worth millions. Right, right. It's only corresponding to the fame and publicity that the artist has. Right. I I just don't get... Because way back when, you know, the the Picassos, the Rembrandts, there was other people doing art that was just as beautiful, but they didn't have that name. Right. Da Vinci didn't become famous until after he died. Right. Because his works got exposed and his name was tied to it, to which made him more famous. Right. And his stuff more valuable. Or like Banksy. 
everybody's like, oh, Banksy this and Banksy that. I've seen his stuff. I am not like an art critic by any means, but like you really get some weird emotional feeling off of looking at that. Right, yeah. Of the little kid holding the umbrella and like falling down, you know. I, I think it's just we're not art yeah, we're not artsy people. So we don't Oh don't my god, it. that's just it breathtaking. To me. Yeah, it no, it doesn't speak to me. I, I look at art and be like, Man, how much of your life did you waste doing that? Right. And you could have been doing something more productive. I feel like my sister's gonna be so mad when she hears I this know. because she is such a good artist. No, don't get me wrong, art can be wonderful. I'm not trying to talk shit about people that are artists and things like that. However, I just, I guess it's only to the value that you're putting on it and why purposely put all of this value into something. And what it means to the consumer. Right. So your sister drew our logo. Right. And to us, that means everything. Right. To us, that's everything. But to someone else, they may be like, yeah, it's "Eh, a shit logo. eh, Who cares? Right. So it's really like, what's the value to you is what it's worth. Yeah. You know, and so again, I'm not coming after artists. I'm just saying that. Maybe we get a little circumspect on our opinion of art. Yeah. So, I'm about ready to read you all the dumbest search history possible. (laughs) Okay? On January 10th, with Brian in jail, the the police proceed to search for evidence to help figure out what really happened to Anna, which they probably should. They're trying to hold you at this point. Yes. They only have a certain amount of time to do this. Yeah. I mean, normally it's like... 72 hours, but since they have them him on the misleading, they can hold him longer. Longer, but the time is technically running out for this. Like, they have to get some solid evidence right. of, but did he actually mislead us? At this point, with him misleading, allegedly, right. technically, the police do now have on those tunnel vision blinders. Right, and, and then I believe you kind of have to at that point of, you misled us, and why are you misleading right. us? And we need to now hold you for as long as we can to see if we can get that evidence as to why you misled us correct you know and sometimes it's really good and sometimes it's just really really bad and we've seen it on both ends exactly in this case i think it's gonna be a good thing during the next week they found damning evidence including cleaned up blood in the basement of brian's mom's house and a damaged bloody knife when they searched through brian's internet and google history that has that was concerns of its own there was several disturbing searches such as 10 ways to dispose of a dead body if you really need to how to stop a body from decomposing. Hacksaw best tool to dismember. Can you be charged with murder without a body? Can you identify a body with the broken teeth? How long before a body starts to smell? And dismember it and the best ways to dispose of a body. Now that sounds like our search history, but that's because <laughs> we run a true crime podcast. That is true. If you're not running a true crime podcast because you're trying to find out all this different information of, like, useless information to keep in your brain so that way you can give it to everybody else, don't search that. Right. I What cracked me up even more is I felt like this was fucking game show categories. Dismemberment. And the best ways to dispose of a body. Right. Question one. <laughs> we asked we asked 50 random people, what is the best way to dispose of a body? And these are the answers. It, what's just so funny is how he words these and phrases these. You can tell he is an adult just now exploring the internet and other uses it can be. Right. It's just so blunt and obvious of, da-da-da-da, how long before body starts to smell. How long... Be- to stop body from decomposing. Like, listen, you know how you stop a body from decomposing? You don't murder right. it. Right, you don't, you, don't, you don't make a body. Because the moment that a body is a body is the moment it starts to decompose. 
Exactly, exactly. So that's going to bring us to January 17th, 2023. Believe it or not now, a warrant for Brian Walsh was issued. He's accused of assaulting and beating his wife with the intent to murder her, as well as moving her body or remains. Then fast forward a month and a half, and a grand jury made it official, and he was charged, officially charged or indicted, with murder improper conveyance of a human body and misleading a police investigation slash obstruction of justice well good that's what he deserves exactly on april 27th 2023 brian walsh pleads not guilty to the charges which is dumb 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 (laughs) you sir there is a song for you and it's called dumb dum 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 (laughs) which will bring us to the mini trial time because this is still an ongoing case So with that being said, Ryan, why don't you tell us what we know so far about this trial? All right. Brian Walsh was charged. His defense team essentially keeps repeating the same thing. Quote, in that four months, no body was found. There's been no indication of if she died, how she died, no murder weapon. There's no motive. Sir, we don't need a body. We don't live off of those standards anymore. Right. Habeas corpus is not a thing. I don't think that's the law of the land anymore. It used to be a long time ago. And it may be in some states, like, I don't want to misspeak. But I don't think that that is a a thing anymore. It is not. I mean, it is very, very, very helpful. Right. But I I don't know if it's an unfortunately or not, because I think it's okay. Sometimes there is enough circumstantial where it can get rid of reasonable doubt. Right. Didn't we just cover, did we cover the case or did we watch a case where there was never a body found and they were able to pin the murder onto that person? We watched one. Okay. I couldn't remember what it was, but I felt like either we had talked about it here on the show or we had watched it. It was the, I know I mixed the names up, but it was that second, it just recently got in the news, the Elizabeth Smart. Oh, Kristen Smart. Kristen Smart. Yep, Elizabeth Smart is the one that got right. away, and she was kidnapped. Kristen Smart is the one that they never found her body, which is terrible. Right, and her, the, that guy was charged with murder. Right. Even though there was no body, because there was so much circumstantial evidence. evidence. Yes, okay, yes. you are right. So, I know you're thinking, what about that knife and that blood? Yes, that you know, that that's the thing. Right. But they are still undergoing the DNA testing. If they come back as a match, well, then it's pretty clear, closed case. However, if they do not come back as a match, then that will be an interesting story next. Right. Well, then that the question to that is, whose blood is that? Exactly. And where? why is there a broken knife with blood all over it? And why is there blood all over the floor there? And, exactly. Uh, yeah, that's you, why I said that would be the interesting story. You Well, I mean, this is an interesting story oh, because it's ongoing and it, You know, we don't want victims to be forgotten, and clearly Anna is a victim. However, you know what this reminds me of? What? This reminds me of the Michigan murderer, because he killed his final victim in his uncle's basement, and then cleaned everything up, and that's how he got caught. Right, yeah, yeah. I guess that's just one of those things where it's like, there's such weird comparables there. And if he did this to his wife, is he also possibly... Did you see anything where, like, maybe he's a suspect for other murders? No, I did not. Um, They really referenced... It's kind of... There was one thing where it was kind of like a coin toss as far as motive. Okay. Is the life insurance policy. She had a substantial one of $2.5 But on the flip side, she was a very powerful job. She didn't seem like she was greedy with her money. 
Okay. And gave her husband money as well. Husband and her kids. Like, she shared the wealth. So it's like, why kill her then? Okay, did he... So I have to ask this, too, because we didn't cover it. Did he have, like, a good-paying job? Did he even have a job? I mean, that is a good thing to look into. I probably should have. I would imagine that he did have a job, just because uh, when she took that job where they had to... Where she had to split live? Yeah. Why didn't they just up and leave? Right, right. I'd imagine because... Right, Okay, because I could see I could see it being more on the side of, well, he didn't have a job. He didn't feel like she was giving him enough. He killed her for the life insurance, which is the dumbest thing to kill somebody over. That money is going to dry up. Well, and it's not going to pay out if you're the one who murdered him. Right, well, that that too. But if you <laughs> get it to pay out, we're going to go with that. You get okay, it to pay okay. out. And you've gotten, essentially gotten away with murder. It, that money is going to dry out, and it's going to dry out quite quickly. Right. You know, especially if you are living this lavish lifestyle. Especially to, to the extent of you're trying to sell Andy Warhol knockoffs. Right. And make money off of that. And maybe that's where it was. Maybe he was in more legal trouble than what she knew. I mean, it's a very good possibility. But at the same time, maybe he just had, had a hiccup with that. And he was actually a successful art dealer or whatnot. Right, but fuck him, so it didn't really matter. Exactly. But I feel on top of Anna being the victim, I feel the other victims are those three kids. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because now they don't have their mom and or their dad. Because Anna's family is all in Yugoslavia. Right. And Those Brian don't have dual citizenship. Yeah, is in in well, they're all natural born citizens. Right, but I'm saying like they don't have dual citizens. Oh yet. yeah, yeah. But they wouldn't send them anyway. No, no, no. I'm not saying that they would. But what I'm saying is, so those those kids don't have dual citizenship, but they've lost now their mom and dad. So it's not like they can go back over to Yugoslavia to have family with them. Now they just have no family here in the United States. Right. And the police are deeming since uh, Brian's mother's house was involved, they don't want the kids to be there. Right. So they're actually wards of the state now. That's sad. Yep. So because this is ongoing, I'm going to guess that we just have no updates yet, right? Yep. We have no updates, and that is kind of like the end. Well, we will stay with this case. This is probably one that we will eventually come back to. Maybe we'll do a season of updates you know, for cases that didn't have updates or, you know, doing it that way. Yeah, that would probably be an interesting one. You know, especially to revisit them. Like we always say here on the podcast, you are in charge of your own mental health. So if you or anybody that you know is suffering from a mental health crisis or suicidal thought, please call 988. Also, even though we don't have, this didn't have actual proof of domestic violence we are still going to give out that number because we at this podcast believe that there was domestic violence that happened we believe that brian did commit these murders in our own opinion right well i and you know (laughs) that's what i'm saying in my opinion yes and my belief is yes he committed these murders so if you or anybody that you know is suffering from a domestic violence situation please call 800-799-7233 Again, that number is 800-799-SAFE. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. Also, don't forget to follow us on the socials, facebook.com slash callusdead. Follow us on TikTok at callusdead, where you can see some fun videos of us, or better yet, the cat Jakaris, the babies Emma and Regina, or of course, our girls Lola, Bailey, and Bonnie. Or email us at Call us dead at yahoo.com to tell us what you thought about the case, ask questions, suggest some cases, or just to say hi. Also, if any of you callers would like us to give a shout out for someone you know, let us know. But until then, remember to stay strong, do everything with love, know there is always hope, and in case you forget, you can always 
Call us when you're dead. 